know your audience. If, if you're talking to a 21 year old, you're not going to articulate your views the same way you would to someone who's 60. It's different. Know, know your audience because it's life ain't about you. It's about the people you serve. Welcome to the Nicholas Brown podcast, a podcast talk show about real estate investing, business leadership and personal development. Each week, we explore current real-life case studies about how to build financial independence through investing in real estate to build your personal portfolio through passive income models, along with interviews from the top business leaders and personal development leaders. Now, here's your host, Nicholas Brown. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I got another episode, and this episode... It's going to be a little bit more deep. We agreed that we may extend it or I may cut it down another episode. So make sure if you guys watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. As I said before, the previous episode before with Lieutenant General, you're going to want to subscribe to this episode and, and on the people. This is special here. We're going to talk about leadership. We're going to talk about personal development and life just in general and sacrifice. I promise you, when you, make sure you subscribe to this. And if you're listening in, make sure you download this, whatever, however you're watching this on your podcast, make sure you download, download this. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna read the about section. We're gonna get deep into those questions I say before, I normally say, ladies and gentlemen, and then we're just gonna go forward. I promise you, this is a treat. So here we go. Today we have Maurice Philogen, Philogene, is senior executive, real estate investor and entrepreneur, real estate owner, explorer of 100 countries, public servant, federal agent and police officer. I'm going to repeat that. He's a public servant, federal agent and public officer, philanthropist and lifestyle design wealth coach. He's a founding man managing partner of Quattro Capital, and his passion is living life, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to prove that we listed this. His passion is living life, leveraging freedom principles, a foundation, financial freedom, time freedom, geographic freedom, freedom of purpose, and freedom of relationships. That's where we are now. You see how we're here? He uses real estate. That's leverage of freedom. He uses real estate and professional careers to generate passive, ongoing income and build legacy, all while empowering, empowering communities. So we're going to get into that, too, how he's doing it and helping others live their best life now through lifestyle design. Maurice is based in Washington, D.C., and the, and the Mediterranean region. Reach out to Maurice on LinkedIn handle if you can. <laughs> on LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn. On LinkedIn. At Maurice Village. I want to spell that. M-A-U-R-I-C-E-P-H-I-L-O-G-E-N. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, thank you for having me, my brother. That was that was that was a mouth that was a mouthful, even just me listening to it. <laughs> do yeah. it again. It's exciting. Yeah, you want yeah. me to do it again? I do it again because it's exciting. I could have <laughs> I could have tweaked it because life, I always say, man, live daily, die once. You living, brother. You living, man. Absolutely. We live, live daily. Day. You only for die sure, once, man. You living. You're oh. the example for it. But people don't know that you sacrifice. 
And people don't know the after effect of what you have done to get to your point where you live it. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Am I right? You have sacrificed some things. Am I correct? <laughs> definitely. Yeah, definitely. And one of the reasons I reached out to you and try now to get on podcasts is because while I was going through the entire journey, and of course it hasn't stopped. That's right. But a majority of it, I never told anybody. And I just started telling people about what was happening maybe a year or two ago. Okay. Okay. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. awesome. So this one, this one I want to do starting off also. Thank you for your service. Mm -hmm. service. You was an officer, correct? Lieutenant Colonel in the Lieutenant Air Force? Yep. Lieutenant Colonel in the Air Force. Thank you for your service. And then here's what I, I definitely have to stress. You served, you you, you, you was a police officer, correct? Police officer as well. Yep. You're a police officer were. You used to serve your community. Am I, am I correct? Your community. Absolutely. That Absolutely. was sacrifice. But this leads to my question is, as we said before, before I started recording this, what is your why? Why did you do that, sir? As far as the service to community, we're gonna start with the, the the service of the United States. Why you, service why'd of the you United go to the, States? Yeah. Why'd well, you... let me tell you, uh, it is it is it is not a it is not a movie story at the beginning. Okay. Frankly, I just needed money to go to college. That's that's what it was. I I, I come from an immigrant family. Uh, I'm first generation Haitian. Okay. Uh, from Haiti, although uh, French and Creole are my first languages. My parents stressed education, like many immigrant parents. Right. They got me to college, but said, look, we got, I got into the Naval Academy. They said, we got you into the Naval Academy. If you want to go somewhere else, that's on you. I wanted to go play football at a regular Division I school. So I went to University of Virginia, and I got a ROTC scholarship to keep going. So at the beginning, a brother just needed to go to school. <laughs> right, right. He needed to go to school. What was your running back? No, no, no. I was a safety at the time. Okay. And then later on in life, I became a running back. But it, I was a safety at, at University of Virginia. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So how long did you serve? Yeah, so I served. So I stayed ROTC. Fortunately for me, because of the journey, too many officers coming out nationwide when I graduated, they gave you the option of going guard reserve. I took it because in 97, second lieutenants coming out were making 24 grand uh the company that i worked for for 25 years paid me 42 so mm. there was really no option there i took right. it but i went right into the reserves i became a security forces or or military police commander and then four years later i became a federal agent or the equivalent of like really? ncis osi cid okay. um so i was an osi special agent and then retired two years ago after 22 years of service wow so what was your reason for that? Do you have a why oh, that you yeah. went so long for that? In a, yeah, absolutely. Because What's your why? Yep, you start to realize very quickly that the world is not about you. It's not. The world is about serving other people. <clears throat> the more I serve people, the more I serve community, the more I give back knowledge that I have learned, even on this podcast, for example, the more I feel like I am serving my purpose on this earth. So it is simply to help people in dynamic ways that I have figured out that I can help people. And one of those was by being a military commander, federal agent, special agent in charge, whatever you want to call it, because I had troops under my purview, right? right. I, not only was I a leader, I was a good follower. You learn to listen to the people below and beside you as much as you lead them, right? You got to be right. a good follower. That's I loved right. it. I loved it. And I loved impacting those men and women's lives 
making sure that not only did they execute the mission, but they were always available to take care of their families. I was much more of the people commander than I was the company man, if you will. Um, so my why was helping people and it still is to this day. Okay. So that leads to the, the subject that I've been having these last two to three episodes, leadership. Sure. So what motivate, what motivates you to lead? You kind of answered that. So what motivates you to become a leader when you decide to, to get that position? Sound like your, your most rewarding was in the military. Sound like it as a, as a leader. Yeah, you know what? I think at um, that time, brother. At the time, at the time, what motivated me to become a leader, I wasn't necessarily motivated when it all started. Okay. But I was put in a position of leadership as an officer. You know how it is. They throw you right into the fire. <laughs> right. And you have a responsibility. So I, I would actually say over time, because I be, I became an a you know second lieutenant when I was 21. And I had guys under me at the time it was the Maryland Air National Guard. I had guys and women under me who had served in Vietnam. Mm. You, you have a responsibility to teach them what you know or what you've been told. You also have a responsibility to execute the mission and more so you got a responsibility to keep them safe. So it just built over time, the motivation to do right by them, uh, to do right by the mission. And then what ends up happening is the mission starts giving to you you start meeting incredible people around the planet. You start mm -hmm. developing skills. You start being trusted to have a conversation with the police command, or let's say the, uh, the uh, ambassador for Turkey or the mm. ambassador for Djibouti, Africa. There, there, is a, there is an ultimate confidence that military officers are given. It just built up in me over time. And then my motivation became, I am a representative of not only the states, right? right? But I'm also a representative of the people that I look like, I'm talking about black folk, right. exactly. who, who yeah. are in positions of leadership and how am I going to put myself out there, right? That's right. That's right. Um, you know, and I was representing my parents too. So the motivation built up over time. It wasn't an instant thing. It just over, you know, you, you do stuff like that over two decades and you can imagine the types of things I was doing in federal law enforcement and counterintelligence. Oh yeah. It builds you up as a person. This episode is brought to you by Nicholas Brown, REI.club. Hello and thanks for watching this brief video. My name is Nicholas Brown. I'm an author and a residential developer here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And we're on target this quarter of redeveloping five properties here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And our passive investors, they're just sitting back and relaxing it because they're enjoying receiving the double-digit returns, which is protected, secured, and insured. So if you're a passive investor or if you have 401k or retirement income or decent credit scores in the 700 and above, then download our chart for more information at nicholasbrownrei.club forward slash partner, and I'll send you our DFW double-digit returns case study chart. Once again, for more information, go to nicholasbrownrei.club forward slash partner. Right. You got to have thick, thick skin or build more thick skin also and be Definitely. aware. But you kept planting that word responsibility. Responsibility is someone can trust. It's a trustworthy. You got to be more trustworthy to be. Am I right? Yeah. 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 So you you were very trustworthy and it led you on to another level of leading at that time, correct? It, it, it did. Um, 
And also in that space, you obviously have, you obviously are privy to a lot of information that the general public is not. I saw what was going on in the world. And even though I saw some very uh, disturbing and outrageous things that happen out, out everywhere, I mean, political, diplomatic, militarily, it's, it, wow. You know what? Do y'all call it, we call it back in the day, OPSEC, Operation Security. Definitely. Can't give that information no, 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 out. But, right, so right. But like, the stuff that you came across, it was like, wow. I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I was yeah. in my 20s and 30s seeing what I was seeing. <laughs> right. This is what I learned over time being a federal agent and a police officer on the street. My job is to make sure that the regular citizen can live in ignorance and bliss. Mm. That's that's what that's what a public servant's job is. You you are trying to make sure that your neighbor, the kid down the street, the teacher can go go do what they are supposed to do without all the drama that exists right. in the world. Right. You shield people from that. So right. um, it right. was a pleasure to do. That's awesome, man. As a sacrifice. So this the next question: Can you teach us something overall on leadership, whether it's in the military, a young? young brother, young sister, or young person, or someone that's in business, or the entrepreneur such as yourself, what, yeah. what's something that you, what's something that stands out that you can teach someone who wants to lead and follow a leader such as yourself? Yeah, it, it, it's not the, it's not the A personality, you, you must be the, the, I don't know, the, the hardcore general type stuff. It, it's none of that, actually. The first thing that popped into my mind was communication. Communication. You got to know who your audience is at all times. I, I have had a blessed professional and personal background in that I am immersed in white collar, blue collar, and no collar all the time. I can speak to the four-star general and I can brief a CEO of a company from my civilian career, uh, from my policing and federal law enforcement career. I can spend time with a family. I can sit right next to someone having a mental health crisis on the curb and shoot, shoot the breeze with that person. But I can also relate to the 21 year old newly minted airman or private or, or what have you and understand where that person is coming from, um, especially because of how I grew up in a very humble, we, weren't, we certainly weren't poor, but we didn't have a lot growing up. So I'm very humble in everything that I have. I, I know my audience and I have the ability to relate to different types of people all over the world. And that's where, you know, traveling to a hundred countries comes into play as well, yeah, because yeah. I have so much empathy for this world and culture and people and languages and different types of food, different types of businesses, different types of uh, military interaction. Mm -hmm. I have a good foundation for being able to shift on how I speak to people in business and the military and in my corporate career. But that's life and you live and that's personal de development. That's a topic, as I said before, you, you steady living life. Would you agree yeah. on there? You steady learning and you want to be, as I say before, which I'm non-denomination, you want to be a blessing to others. You want to be a favor to others. You know? So sure. giving it shall be given, you know, but I sponge off of people. I sponge off of cultures also. So I, I definitely relate to what you're saying uh -huh. there. So communication, that's one of the tips. Learn how to yeah. communicate with your your, your surroundings absolutely and, and and know your audience if, your if you're audience. talking to a 21 year old you're not going to articulate your views the same way you would to someone who's 60 it's different know right. know your audience because it's life ain't about you it's about the people you serve that's right that's right that's right okay 
So what here's what's your perspective on leadership from when you started? How many years when you started when you went to the to the um, service mm-hmm. to where you at now? How many when you, when you for example? So oh, I mean, twenty I plus years. Twenty one. Oh, twenty five years now. Twenty five years has <laughs> leadership. How has leadership changed to you now of of of, of teaching a person or having someone follow you kind of answer that also <laughs> yeah that's okay but you, you know what i'll tell you i i so i am a leader in different ways now so let's say all the stuff that i did from uh so i was in corporate consulting for 25 years straight and got to a very senior position there and i was also a senior officer in the military so we had a lot of responsibility and you are seen as the tip of the spear making the decisions the corporate decisions but where i am today now when I became a police officer locally in later in my career, I did so, and immediately, once people figured out my background at the local police department, they would ask, hey, do you want to be the detective? Do you want to get on the task forces? Do you want to do this? Because I was already a federal agent. I already had investigative ability. I knew how to run sources, for example. I knew how to spend time with leadership. And I said, absolutely not. That is not why I went to go be a local police officer. And that's not what I want to do in Quattro Capital, which is a company I started now, two years ago. What I want now is to be part of the team. Okay. I don't want to be the tip of the spear, make necessarily making the decisions. I want to lead from behind. I've had my moment. Right. right, right. So I, when I became a cop, I just wanted to go into roll call. Everyone hear what we got to do for the night, break the huddle and go out on the street as part of the team. I didn't want to be regarded as the guy who had already investigated hundreds of felonies. I just wanted to go out on the street and help families out there. Similar to Quattro Capital, which is in my background. So I started Quattro Capital two years ago with four other partners. We've done about $100 million of business this year. My partners uh, listen to me. I am not the tip of the spear, go find the massive property guy anymore. What I am is the investor relations person who will sit down with someone like Nicholas and talk through financial freedom, time freedom, how I accomplished it, and how can we use Quattro Capital on all the apartment complexes we buy to do so. This episode is brought to you by Nicholas Brown, REI.club. Hello, and thanks for watching this brief video. My name is Nicholas Brown. I'm an author and a residential developer here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and we're on target this quarter of redeveloping five properties here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And our passive investors, they're just sitting back and relaxing it because they're enjoying receiving the double-digit returns, which is protected, secured, and insured. So if you're a passive investor or if you have 401k or retirement income or decent credit scores in the 700 and above then download our chart for more information at nicholasbrownrei.club forward slash partner and i'll send you our dfw double digit returns case study chart once again for more information go to nicholasbrownrei.club forward slash partner that's the next question, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening in on the podcast, we're going to fall into that because as I talk about is real estate, we're going to get deep into it because that's how we draw each other's attention. Also, I never have, which I'm doing now, I have never have bought storages. I never have bought apartment complexes, but I'm building it and I'm learning for sources such as Maurice. He's guiding us. It's about three principles, time, talent, treasure. 
that I learned on there. If you don't have time, work on the other two, time, talent, treasure. Am I correct? If you don't have mm-hmm. the, the money, work on the time and talent. Men, my partner, Absolutely. work together. We're going to bring this deal to Maurice because we got 100 units that we can purchase. The, but I'm going to let Maurice explain that because really, real estate investment works all types of ways, but this here builds leverage and more passive income. And he says before, he doesn't have to work as much with a team as he says before which i want him to explain that which he has four people on his team oh yeah they're working yeah. together but i want you to explain the difference between regular residential investing which you have done that before he's walked the walk ladies oh, yeah. and gentlemen compared sure. to now to multifamily, where you have multi passive income and all types of income coming together where he has a restaurant ladies and gentlemen you know what I mean? So, but I want you to explain that, man. This is I'll awesome. explain it. It can be very, my story can be somewhat confusing, but I can no, sum it you're up. you're living, with, man. You live. You live your life. Ain't no confusing. You live. <laughs> you living, bro. You living thanks to your surroundings and your sacrifice. People, that's why I say, that's what making me passionate. People don't know what I sacrificed to get to this point. Yeah. They don't know what yeah. you got to. So you're no, true. no worries, bro. I'm listening. We listening. Everything was about everything was about freedom for me. I learned about passive income when I was 21 and executed on it. I one moment, friend, one moment, one moment, ladies and gentlemen. You hear that word freedom? That wasn't free. He sacrificed to make the word freedom. <laughs> I'm just yeah. gonna make that point. People think that's why I fight. I'm glad I went to the Marine Corps, the service one there. Free so you can have that freedom to talk what you want to talk in the United States. It's, it's a right. price, it's a price for that. But go ahead. That's right. To, Every and, and it was about freedom. freedom. It was about freedom for me. I sacrificed by investing, saving 70% of my salary my entire wow, life. Oh, wow. Um, buying single family residences and eventually paying off 18 of them to create a salary that was bigger than my um, corporate salary. That was 2002 to 2015. I gave wow. up my weekends. I gave up my 20s. I gave up my early 30s. I gave up social circles because I wanted it so bad, such that my 46 year old self can thank my 23 year old self for making all that sacrifice. So time out, time out. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna repeat what he said. It's time out, 2002 to 2015. And look where he's at, he had sacrificed. He kept moving though. He put 70% back to invest, but he had a vision, am I correct? I had a vision, <laughs> never let it go. Right, man. I'm excited for you, man. But that—that's what I mean by the after effect. In 2015, he started in 2002, and look at the after effects and the rewards that he's getting, and the freedom and the choices he has yeah. now. You know? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I am out of the W two now. I'm totally <laughs> out by, by choice at this point. Exactly. That's what I'm about to say by choice, right? You don't have yeah. no problems. Nah, <laughs> I'm good. A choice. Yeah. Your choice. I'm, 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 I'm very good. And what that resulted in was about 160, 170 grand of passive income by 2015 ish. But the change was when I met my partners, I did 35 single family homes on my own. You know what team will do for you? Team will accelerate you. Team will support you. Team means that you can break up all the responsibilities and move faster, further together. Everyone's in the same boat peddling right. the same, or excuse me, rowing the same way. 
we did our first deal to, I did a couple of multifamilies on my own between 15 and 17, a couple apartment complexes and some mobile home communities. I started Quattro Capital with my partners in 2019, late 2019. Since then, we've done 21 apartment complexes together in under two years, just at the two year point. And in the last 12 months, we've acquired $100 million of, wow. of property to include a uh, 276 unit we just closed on yesterday in Evansville. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Okay. But that was, you know, that was what you were asking me in the beginning of what was different. I, I'm grateful for what I did by myself and I sacrificed and what have you. I am more grateful that I was smart enough to understand I needed to evolve and be part of a team on the investing mm -hmm. side. And the amount of throughput that I've had with them, there's no way I would have ever been able to accomplish all that on my own. So team matters. This episode is brought to you by Nicholas Brown, REI.club. Hello and thanks for watching this brief video. My name is Nicholas Brown. I'm an author and a residential developer here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And we're on target this quarter of redeveloping five properties here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And our passive investors, they're just sitting back and relaxing it because they're enjoying receiving the double digit returns, which is protected, secured, and insured. So if you're a passive investor or if you have 401k or retirement income or decent credit scores in the 700 and above, then download our chart for more information at nicholasbrownrei.club forward slash partner and I'll send you our DFW double digit returns case study chart. Once again, for more information, go to nicholasbrownrei.club forward slash partner. That's right. That's right. That's right. Perseverance. Absolutely. And at this time, I'm going to end this in a, in a second, though. Did you ever have to shift circles that you were in or people that you was with during this time, 2002 to 2015? Did you have to like, hey, Nicholas, uh, you know, we're, we're fine everything, but I'm not doing that anymore. I mean, I'm, oh, not, I'm not there. You know, brother. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I'm not hating on you. No, 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 no you're right. No, I'm just saying in general, I'll tell you, I'm not hating, man. I just don't, it ain't me no more. I'll do that. No, man. I'll tell you. Like I'll tell you. Next level, because I value my time, man. You got to get to that point. That's what my point you, is. I try you to do, me. you do. And the number one deterrent I had to any su relative success I've had was people and peers. I had to drop people along the way, not not because um, they weren't good people or they didn't have business sense or what have you, but because their values just were not aligned to mine. I got to go get this passive income. I'm going to do anything to get it. Uh, and I'm going to do it right with integrity and values. I'm not right. cheating anybody. I'm not gouging people on rent. I'm not doing funny things with mortgage applications. I'm not doing mm -hmm. any of that. I need right. to go to bed well. Right. Uh, so, yeah, there were shifts along the way of different styles of people and Quattro Capital, the four partners I have now. And then I have one other partner for my developments in the Mediterranean. That's a that's a different story. But I have found the right people to grow with as the 46 year old man that I am. Uh, and wow. we are all family at this point. So I stay there. But you definitely leave people behind along the way. OK, what are you giving? So you're you're philanthropist. I can't even say it correctly though. Yeah. What, what are you doing? What's what's what is it? 
And explain that. What is it? What is philanthropy? It? Yeah, I know they yeah. give or whatever. You know, but what is it? Get in yeah. So I, you know, I retired as a police officer this year, so I'm not giving by running into the house with the burglar and pulling them out anymore. The way that I give is by creating mass amounts of wealth through Cap Quattro Capital and real estate and a bunch of the restaurants that I own, and I deploy that wealth in different ways. I do it locally in D.C. with specific one or two charities. I like them. Okay. Um, I'll just leave that alone for now. But when I am overseas, I have a very deep, deep, profound attraction to the Mediterranean, Aegean region and the people who are there who need help. So for example, last year in August of 2020, after the blast in Lebanon, which was the third largest blast in human history. Really? It, yeah, it hurt a lot of people and I had been spending a lot of time there. So I took I raised a little bit and took, let's say, 30 grand. I turned it into about 100, about 80,000 worth of buying power on the black market. Wow. And I went door to door finding the right people to make sure they had resources to do things with, especially families with autistic kids, because my oldest is autistic. Hmm. Um, I find different ways to give back. And one, one last thing I want to say, uh, there's nothing wrong with going to a soup kitchen and feeding people. I get that. But I have now come to understand why people push so hard to get wealth such that they can move entire communities, right? Right, right. So um, what I do from a real estate perspective is important because a good portion of that is not my money. It's society's money. And that's, that's where awesome. it's going to go. That's awesome, man. That's, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. That's all right. To be a blessing to others, man. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's your path. That's just natural, seeing like it to you. <laughs> and, and you're raising. That's good, man. So yeah. we're going to end this. I'd love to get you on another episode, another time, yes. if possible, because I can see this happening. We get deep on this. But you got any last words or thoughts, anything you love to give our audience on people that's watching here on YouTube? Yeah, I do. Okay. Everything that I've done from a real estate perspective was not about real estate ever. Never. It really? was always about freedom. Okay. Time freedom, financial freedom, geographic freedom, <laughs> freedom to live your purpose, whether it's being a police officer or a philanthropist, and then freedom to build relationships with amazing people like yourself. Thank you. you don't need a ton of money. You don't need $20 million in the bank to be free. You just need more passive income than you have expenses. If you got four grand of expenses a month and you can generate 6,000 of passive income, you can be free. People are losing the whole reason why we are going to work, right? People are so focused on work and so busy in the rat race that they're forgetting, save a good portion of that paycheck, invest it in something that will pay you such that your 46 year old self can thank your 23 year old self the way mine is right now. Mm. You don't need a lot of passive income, but please, please make one of your focuses in addition to getting the next title and the next paycheck and the next certification, focus on how you can get your version of freedom because we are intended to live life a particular way. And uh, I believe people have just kind of lost perspective on that a bit. So I just want to share that with you. Okay. Maurice, I know you only said LinkedIn. We'll do what it takes to reach out to you or beat your team, man. We want to learn how yeah. you're making a contact. Do you have any courses or any ways for people who have money to, to invest at the time? How can they get in contact you with you? Or what's the keywords you need for LinkedIn <laughs> to reach you? you, know I mean? <laughs> you got you. I mean, so how folks can they reach find, you? Yep, folks can find me on LinkedIn. It's just Maurice Philogene, my name. 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram as well at Maurice Philogene. There's okay. much more of the lifestyle re related things there. We didn't get into it, but the, you know, the travel, the hundred countries, why I'm doing it, my family um, is, is mostly there. And then from a business perspective, um, it's Quattro Capital, the Quattro Way, Q-U-A-T-T-R-O Way, W-A-Y.com. That is my, that, that's my business with my partners where we do apartment syndication, value add, we'll buy apartment buildings, raise money, improve it, awesome returns for our investors. But to be honest, man, like if anyone just wants to talk about the freedom aspects and things of that nature, how to grab it, how to get out of the W-2, how I did it, how other people are doing it without even investing, they're just shifting their lives. They're doing remote jobs, living in Europe now and all that stuff. Right. I love talking about those topics. So anyone who reaches out, I'll reach back to them. Okay. I'll make sure I'll link that also. Well, hey, Maurice, man, this has been great, man. The time has moved fast. And once again, I'm going to grab you for another episode. Of course. <laughs> and, and, time, man. and I appreciate your time, brother. I really do appreciate pleasure, your time. Man. Anything I can do, people reaching out. If you do you need anything, we're gonna ask you, what do you need? Do you need anything for your help me, what do you need? Help me for? continue my own purpose of helping people. So okay. if there's someone that I can help with bits, of, I mean, I only have so much time in a day, of course, but if there's someone I can help with bits of information, a call, formal coaching, I am coaching people formally okay. on freedom principles and escaping the W-2. I don't care what it is, I just generally like to help people because you and I were not taught through formal education that we can take control of our lives. Right. And, I, and I'm self-taught, obviously. I wanna give that to as many people as I can before my 28,000 average days on this planet is up. That's Ooh, all I'm here to do. Oh man, I just Help talked people. about that. Does that seem like a lot of, you making me extend this, one more question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that seem like a lot of time to you? 28,000 uh, no, not a lot of time but you know Neither, why I said, you know you know why I said but that's the point I don't see like the a biggest lot of time, mistake man. in life is thinking you have a lot of time the the we 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 measure life in years which is a very abstract thing you can't really put your hand on it you're just like I have a lot of years but when you measure your life in days it's right. different that's I right. have 11,000, probably 11,000 <laughs> odd days left. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to put that link because you paid the link on there where you got an Excel where you can put your days yeah. on there. <laughs> days How many days do you have left? How much and time are you wasting? And it can scare you, ladies and gentlemen. Or it yeah. can make you more aware. It'll make you serious about what you exactly what It'll you want to do. What you yep. want to do, that is deep stuff, man. You got to keep going, man, because I'm going to end this. This is a comedian. Everybody looked at that commercial with the right guard where the little white <laughs> Dion Cole, you ever saw that? So Dion Cole has a Netflix yeah. special on there, but he just made yeah. a point that say, hey, man, we don't have that many summers left. When I was in my 40, yeah. 45, man, I counted it up that every time a man would live on there. He said 20 to 30 years, man, that ain't. There ain't too many summers left. Wow. So he said, man, I'm gonna take care of my business. That's basically what he was saying. Cause that's not that many, man. 20 summers, no. 30 that's, that's summers. Why that's why I retired this year. Yeah. I could have stayed, but I, I got things to do. That's it, man. Well, hey man, yeah. I definitely appreciate it. My pleasure. Time. My pleasure, man. Thank yeah. you, Nicholas. Well, thanks, ladies and gentlemen, for watching. As I said before, don't condemn, don't complain because you have a choice to make a change. Thanks for watching. Yeah.
Thanks for joining us on the Nicholas Brown Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, www.nickbrowninc.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you like this show and you are a new real estate investor, then check out one of Nicholas's free reports called the Wholesale Dominator Report. Also located on our website, www.nickbrownie.com slash free reports. Be sure to tune in for our next episode. And remember, don't condemn, don't complain, because you have a choice to make a change. Have a great day.